Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Camera Molly Show. With me is Ming Chen. What's up, everybody? And I'm Camera Molly. So a uh, little bit of a longer intro today. I'm Some, happy. Somebody's um, happy. Somebody's Josh happy. Just had, Josh just had a really good draft. But uh, Ming, uh, before we started recording, I wanted to tell you about like some really interesting pizza. Okay. Like I got last night that I just reheated. Okay. Well, um, I don't know the name of the pizza place. If I did, I'd plug it in. Um, but pretty much, I, like, what makes it unique is what um, I'm wondering. It's a custom slice, but it's like cheddar cheese. Oh, instead of mozzarella. Okay. Yeah, it's cheddar cheese with and bacon and meatballs. Where and you don't know the name of this place? I like. I would have gone there right now. I would have been I, like. I don't know the name of this dog, dude. Like I'll. I'll like, I'll text it to you. When, okay. I'm, we must like, find out. Dude, so good. Yeah. Like, it, like my Italian side is disgusted by this. Sure. But it's so good. Sure. Who puts who puts cheddar cheese on pizza? But it looks like it's working. The, so you're, oh you're, your mind is happy. Your heart is happy. Your soul is happy. And, um, and your stomach is happy. Unless yeah. I just said that. But I don't know if my stomach's going to be happy, but... You you've had quite a week, for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so before, so uh, let's get the let's address the elephant in the room. Yeah, let's uh, get the, the party New York started. Giants yes. Had their uh, well, the NFL draft as a whole. I don't want to address just the Giants. I want to address the whole NFL draft as I'm googling the the order. Giants draft class because yeah. I usually talk about the Giants on here. But, um, oh my god. I, um, um I wanted, I wanted to yeah, cut Can the... I just have a chart of all the Giants? Giants draft picks? Ugh, come on, Giants. Why? I don't know, that? you'd think it would be Anyways. easier to find. Um, I wanted to cut together all your, uh, predictions, uh, for the Giants' first round pick. Um, because luckily they were all wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank God. Luckily. Thank God they were wrong. Luckily they were all wrong. But all right, I have, uh, I have, I have, I have all, I have, I have all seven rounds here, which is. Uh, <laughs> um. Well, this is courtesy of NBC Sports. Um, but uh, before anybody does anything, if you could go to YouTube, and if you haven't already, subscribe to uh, the Cameron Woolley Show on YouTube. Yes, absolutely. Please and the first video God you subscribe. see on there, which we're gonna blow up, is the Cameron Woolley real time reaction. To the Giants picking in the first round. <laughs> Andrew Thomas. Of the 2020 NFL draft. And the fire, the emotion, the swearing. Like, if you have small children, usher them out of the room. You know, they may not want to learn language like this at such a young age. Although you did bleep I bleeped it. bleeped it out. You, you bleeped most of it. Um, but I think the, uh, like, the, 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 um, the intensity, the anxiety... I felt the emotion that you showed was a lot more than I saw of many of the ba- the draft picks themselves at home. <laughs> now, granted, oh no, you know, no. you know, gr- granted, uh, you know, if you're going to, um, if you're Jedrick Wills and you're going to the Cleveland Browns, he didn't look that happy. No. <laughs> there are a couple of guys I saw like, oh great, <laughs> yeah, I think Dr- Jedrick was. Maybe hoping to go to the Giants or maybe, you know, a more... Oh, dude, right now, I'd city. honestly rather go to the Browns than the Giants because the Browns, 
they they've actually had a really good offseason. They shored up their offensive line. I'm, sure. I'm actually thinking they're going to be good this year. All right, famous last words. Um, but... Right, and <laughs> I say that as somebody who has who made so much content last football season based off of ripping on the Browns. Sure. So yeah, again, just my, and when that coming out of my mouth, that means so much. Yeah, justifiably so, but um. I like, uh, you know, your family left you alone during the draft. You look like you're, you were where you were sitting, right where you were sitting. Um, oh, yeah. I think you were. I, I always sit here. You were on Got my Discord. TV right here. Yeah, I didn't know, uh, you know, if you'd be down in the living room with your whole family gathered around you, you know, like the real draft. Like, <laughs> like just. I like uh, my, my mom. The only one lives with me is my mom. So, like. We, um, yeah. Well, I mean, we saw a lot of living rooms. We saw a lot of draft rooms. We saw a lot of rooms. It was a very Jerry unique Jones <laughs> looked like on his yacht. I loved his Doctor Evil setup, Dude, though. That is such a Jerry Jones thing. One billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, it was great with the with the women holding up the, the phone for him. Oh it yeah, was, yeah. It was. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah, saw like some skin tight dresses, just like. You know they're at least thirty years younger than him. That's how he rolls, man. Would you expect? Yeah, did you Jerry expect Boy. anything less from Mr. Jerry Jones of the Dallas uh, Cowboys? I'd expect nothing less. I expect nothing less. Yeah, I, I, and I uh, believe me, I was judging everybody by what their rooms look like. <laughs> like. Oh God, I like I judge Dave Gellman for painting his room just completely white. It yeah, Gellman's basement looked pretty. Um, it was pretty bare bones. I, I would expect believe me, it's a nice basement. But... It's pretty bare bones. I um, yeah. I I just you know these are these are guys who are getting paid pretty well. I imagine they have large houses. Um, yeah. Throw a picture up on the wall or something, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least put a picture. Yeah. Of like Saquon Barkley or something right there. Right, right. Or where? Like, I, I thought these guys were at least throw a fat head up there. Of, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I, uh, yeah, I, I really urged everybody to watch the video, the real time video of Cameron Woolley as the Giants made the uh, f- uh, the fourth overall pick in the twenty twenty NFL draft. It, uh, yeah, you, 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 uh, I, you just looked very anxious. Oh and, my god! Um, yeah, because I thought it's my training, my natural impulse to believe that they're going to reach somewhere into like the like the 60th ranked player or something like that <laughs> and then pick him fourth overall. Right. Well, Andrew Thomas, I'm, I'm actually going to get into Andrew Thomas right now. Um, again, he's a left tackle, played at Georgia in the SEC. When you're – when like when I look at offensive linemen yes. or hell, any college player – I always look at the conference they played in and the kind of competition they had to play sure, against. Of course. Um but again, Andrew Thomas, he played um he played for Georgia um in the SEC and Georgia is a very good team. Yes, very good. And in, in the best conference in the country and he didn't give up a single sack. Which which is sorely needed. <laughs> which is sorely <laughs> yeah. needed. At left tackle, I again he is. Uh, I, I saw a lot of people saying it was a reach. I got pinged on Discord so many times by by my friends saying, "What the hell was Gelman thinking? Oh my God, why did he reach this high?" Wills was there. I'm like, dude, like I've said this 
uh, so many times. I'm not sure if I've said it on the show or not. Yeah, so say it. But I've said it. But I've said it to a lot of other. I've said it to a lot of my friends and uh, and my family. Uh, these top tackles in this draft were so tightly. It's close. Yeah, right. Like, they, yeah, there was a very thin skill gap between all of them. But I said that I, I've even gone as far to say a few times that all these like hell, even like at least the top three tackles, at least Wills, Thomas and Werps were interchangeable. Right. But I'd even like hell, I, I'd even maybe put Becton in that interchangeable group. Just I, Yeah, I absolutely would. Yeah. And and he went higher than Werps. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah they're, they're so tight. Yeah. Um, yeah, what, so you're happy. What did you – did they pick the right – did they make the right choice? Um, All well, this talent out there. Um, Was it my preferred choice? No, my preferred choice was Isaiah Simmons. Okay, who went eighth. Uh, uh, Andrew Thomas, he has the – from what I've heard, he has the highest floor out of any of the top tackles, which, I mean, a safe bet, if you're going to go with a left tackle – you really when you when I hear the words words safe bet with a left tackle, I immediately go after him. Sure, because like Thomas with with that, you're kind of just picking to get that guy on the left side. Just don't overthink it. You just take the guy, stick him at left tackle, forget about it for like twelve years. Like that was the kind of pick that the Giants were making at that moment, and that was. What I guarantee Gellman was thinking. Right. Also, he's a, like I've said, he's a hog molly. <laughs> yeah. You know and, how Dave Gellman likes hog mollies. Right. And uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just looking at his uh, it's like combine stats here. They're pretty good. <laughs> They're pretty good. I, I wish I could run a forty and five twenty two, but. He's a big dude. He can. Uh, he is uh six five three fifteen. So good luck getting yeah. past him. Good luck getting past him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, again, this is the NFL, but again, just a fantastic pick in the first round. I'm well, not really fantastic. I'd honestly give that pick like an A minus. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask you for a letter grade there for sure. Were there was a pair of choice there? Um, Isaiah Simmons again. Um, I viewed him as a transcendent talent at linebacker. Just defensively, he is just. He's just amazing. I flaunted him. I have made the best sales pitch, I believe, <laughs> out of any uh, YouTuber to a Giants general to the Giants front office to take Isaiah Simmons. Right. But they fell on deaf I mean, ears again. Like, like I said before, um, I wanted Simmons, or like a before. If I'm talking about before, and I said I want Simmons, sure. he's my preferred choice. But I would not be pissed if they took an offensive tackle. Again, I'm a Giants fan who grew up in the Jerry Reese era. I don't have a right to be pissed off them addressing the offensive line. And, um, yeah, that's what they did uh, for most of the draft. In the third round, they took uh, Matt Pert out of uh, UConn yes. with the 99th overall pick. Um, I've heard good things about him. I've heard uh, the spiel from Giants fans that he'd be, oh, he's going to develop. Meanwhile, Joe Judge literally doesn't like 
uh, players uh, sitting under players for a certain amount of years yeah. to start. Yeah, get in there. Well, with Joe Judge's philosophy, I believe Matt Pert is going to, especially with a, when you draft someone in the third round, I believe you should expect them to start. Absolutely. Like, it's fair. It's fair to expect a third round pick to, or at least like an early to mid third round pick for them to start nearly immediately. Like everywhere from the from the fourth round forward, it's a crapshoot. Sure. Like maybe they'll start, maybe they won't. Um, but oh. yeah, Matt Pert, I definitely expect them to at least make a very good run at the starting right tackle job in camp. Yeah, tall dude, man, six seven, three oh three, ran a five oh six and at the on the forty yard dash. Just, these are good stats for sure. Again, big dude. Um. Anyway, on the fourth round pick, uh, cornerback Darnay Holmes out of UCLA. Um. I I don't like when they made the pick. I was kind of like, eh. I was like, there. I I would have preferred them to go pass rusher here, but from what I've heard, like again, fourth round, you're not exactly taking franchise cornerstones, right? You're, in yeah. the <laughs> fourth round, well, unless you're the the Cowboys or the Patriots, you're not taking franchise cornerstone guys in the in the fourth round. Um, from what I've heard about Holmes, he's a good kick returner. He's a, he's fast. He's like, I expect him to play a lot of nickel against a really fast slot guys because he can keep up with them. Maybe match up against some of those tight ends. But again, uh, I use, I mostly expect them just to be sort of a, sort of a wrench. Yeah, well, um, oh, uh, I completely skipped over another guy, but I'll get to him uh, relatively yeah, soon. Yeah, we'll go but, back. Uh, average anyways, uh, in the fifth round, uh, they took like sorry, but they took uh, guard Shane Lemieux out of Oregon. I, I like, Fantastic hockey name. I like the last name. I'm down with the last. By name. By the way, Shane Lemieux is one of the best hockey names I've ever heard. <laughs> why the hell are you playing football? Well, because um, you get drafted in the fifth round. That's interesting. Why. Interesting stat I've seen around thrown on Twitter and Instagram and all sorts of like in the Giants community is that the guy only missed one snap at Oregon and that was because his shoe came off. <laughs> Although, oh. again, when you're playing at Oregon, like the Pac-12, it's not really good, but it's not like when's the last time you've seen a Pac-12 team really be like, oh, oh, look out! We gotta play Oregon. Like right, say, like an right, SEC team, right, they're yeah, not yeah, 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 yeah. They're not shaking at their boots I, because they gotta play yeah, yeah, Oregon. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. That's not something <laughs> you don't you don't hear that a lot. But, I mean, like Shane Lemieux, I've heard that they're gonna try and convert him to center, which I wouldn't be mad at. Center doesn't take. Um, I mean, it, it, I'm not saying it doesn't take a lot of skill. It certainly takes a lot of skill to play center. But, sure, you're gonna get beat up for sure, but <laughs> but like it's not exactly a you don't have to move your feet that much. You don't you don't need to have you don't need to keep up with the speed of a guy like a JJ Watt or a or if we're talking about the NFC East, um, like a Demarcus Lawrence right. or a or a Chase Young or <laughs> or any of those guys. Um. Uh, yeah, I wanna, I wanna go back to the to the pick that I completely skipped over, and that I know 
you people watching are screaming to get me to get was that to. Xavier but, McKinney? Uh, in the second round, the New York Giants uh, took, in my opinion, the steal of the draft, and a lot of other people agree with me. Um, Alabama, uh, he says he's a safety, but he's really uh, just yeah. a versatile, a Swiss Army knife. Oh, yeah. uh, Xavier McKinney, who had, who was ranked top 20. Like, I shit you not, I think he was ranked top 20 on most draft boards out there. And he fell to 36. Best defensive back in the draft. A lot of people have been saying best defensive back in the draft. Yeah. Fell right to 36. So, yeah, great pick then. That uh, how, he fell, how he fell down there, who knows, but... Um... Yeah, I'm looking who went before him. I mean, yeah, that, that, I I agree with you. I agree with you. Uh, yeah, he'll, he'll uh, instantly makes the team better. He'll be up there and, starting. And uh, fun fact, he actually played the majority of his snaps were at linebacker. Because my initial reaction to the Giants taking McKinney was kind of puzzled. As I'm like, why do you take a safety? When, when we need pass rush. Mm-hmm. I wanted them to go after A.J. Abeneza here, but after um, hearing and looking at uh, McKinney, um, I just noticed, oh, my God, this guy is a – like I, I ended up asking the same question that everybody else was asking, how the hell did this guy fall to us? Yeah. And again, I've heard he can play anywhere on defense. He can play – like he can play a corner, he can play safety, but most importantly, I heard he can play linebacker, which is going to factor a lot in him being able to cover tight ends, which is something I have never seen the Giants <laughs> be able to do. This might be the Hell, year. Even when they won the Super Bowl in 2011, right. they allowed a touchdown to Aaron Hernandez. Right. In the NFC Championship game, they allowed a touchdown to Vernon Davis. Like They've never been able to cover tight ends in my life. This might be the year. I hope to God this <laughs> is year, but knowing uh, they they how, knowing how uh, the Giants work in week one, we're going to get matched up against Dallas, and Blake Jarwin's going to score like five of them. <laughs> oh. He's going in for the pizza, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. He's going in. <laughs> oh, this is so good. I I am I'm glad to see you happy. I'm glad I I I mean I didn't watch with as as much anxiety as you, but I was I was pretty excited to see what would happen. Um, I and I like you better when you're happy. So, um, so yeah, um, definitely more pleasant of a client, definitely. Yeah. So you know when when Goodell when when his the first uh the first thing out of his mouth started with an A and not a J. Or, or anything, or, <laughs> and uh, I saw, I, I, oh, I, 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 if you watch the video, uh, Karen says a Hail Mary before, before they make the pick, and he kind of screws it up a little bit, but he got most of it uh, right. Yeah, I didn't have enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and your prayers were answered. So, for anybody, uh, yeah. anybody who doesn't believe, well, there you go. There's your proof positive that sometimes yeah. the power of prayer does checkmate work. atheists. Yeah. <laughs> So why they were FaceTiming with Justin Herbert, who knows, but... Don't you know? I don't know why they why they FaceTimed him. Like, maybe it was, like, due diligence, maybe to... Sure. But I don't know, maybe just to pick his brain or something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
I love it. I love how it started the rumor mill, though. It, uh, and, oh, and, yeah. And the... I was... God, I know I you so were worried. Pissed. I knew we were worried. Well, no, now Because, he... like, after last year... Sure. It was like... It, it wasn't seen as as a taboo thing anymore to draft a quarterback, have him play his rookie season, and then see another quarterback in the next draft and say, "Oh, I like him better," right? And then just just like take him. It's like it's like a kid getting a like getting a, a PlayStation, and then like like a year later saying that. He wants an Xbox. <laughs> right. Although, to be fair, I was kind of like that, but I had my Xbox for over, like, two years, and all of my friends were on PS4. Yep. So I actually had a reason. Like, I'm talking like a kid that didn't have any reason in the world to the switch to PlayStation. Just be like, oh, I want that because I like it better now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that scene from Toy Story 2. You know, like, I don't want to play with you anymore. Right. <laughs> you know that scene where, like, like, Andy just drops Woody? Yeah. But, uh, you <laughs> yeah. know, but, but however, when we're talking about gaming systems here. We're talking about the NFL. <laughs> like, NFL, NFL franchises, which are bigger stakes involved, I, I would I would imagine. Yeah, but I'm making the parallel. Yeah. I uh, What do you think about the draft overall? Um, I'd like to uh, dig at a couple teams real okay, quick. Okay, let's, like let's do it. Let's do um, it. I'm not gonna like the rest of the NFC East. I believe they did a solid job. The okay. Redskins drafting Chase Young. That is a uh, like again. That guy is just uh, like I've heard Strahan comparisons to him, which I mean, God bless him. He's playing for Dan Snyder. I I I I pity him. Good luck. But uh, the Cowboys they completely aced their draft. I dread playing i i dread seeing cd lamb score touchdowns against us and i damn well know the giants are going to be scheduled in arlington against the cowboys week one in jerry world probably on probably on prime time the night before the first day of school yeah. and i'm gonna be up until 12 a.m getting all pissed off because cd lamb ended up scoring three touchdowns right, killing them. and then everyone on social media is posting about it and to do that's that that that's what's gonna happen. Like that 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 was what I was more pissed off about when the Cowboys picked CD Lamb. Because sure. a not only am I gonna like that does that insane offense get even better with arguably the best receiver in the draft, but I know the guy's gonna be a giant killer. Like I've just got a feeling that he's gonna it's he's a, gonna be a giant killer. That's a pretty valid prediction. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, other NFC seems you did good. I'm just going to say that the Cowboys arguably had the best draft out of the entire league, but, um, I'd like to address, um, a certain team, uh, uh, the westward of us, westward of where we are right now. I'd like to talk about, uh, the team that has owned us my entire life and i i have been waiting for this moment where i have a completely valid reason to sh- tear, tear them to shreds right, the f- i have waited my entire life <laughs> to do this right, the floor is yours my friend the philadelphia eagles <laughs> ah god let me uh ah, just I, I don't care about the rest of their late mid late round picks sure like to talk about the absolute buffoonery 
that was their two their their first their first two round picks. Um, in the first round, they made a little reach. They picked a wide receiver. They did. Meanwhile, with the wide receiver, that's a position of need on the Eagles. They've needed a receiver. They've needed receivers for like last year because shocker, Carson Wentz can't do everything on his own. Nope. And and, and meanwhile, picking wide receiver for the Eagles that makes sense. Put some talent, put some high end talent at that at that position in a draft that is very deep on wide receivers. And meanwhile, yeah, Jerry, Judy, and CeeDee Lamb, they were off the boards, but at least but at least Justin Jefferson was still there. At least they could have picked him. Yep. Solid receiver out of LSU, put up amazing numbers. Sure, he had Joe Burrow throwing to him, but but again, uh, still you, catch you, don't, you don't get carried. <laughs> you don't 100% get carried by your quarterback. So, yeah, simple. The Eagles picked Justin Jefferson. No. Nope. They picked ah, Jalen Rieger. Now, I didn't know who the hell this guy was. And I know as a Giants fan, I'm talking about a team reaching when I have worshipped a player that was an insane reach. But i just like to say, uh, well, what the hell were you thinking there? That's why. Uh, what are you thinking? Like, sure, he's a receiver. You need receivers. I'm sure Jalen Rager's not bad by any means. I have, but it's just a reach when Justin Jefferson is there, really? A guy who has, like, top-notch ability? A guy who can become your number one receiver damn near instantaneously the moment you plug him in there? Right. Like, you have such an easy pick just sitting right there at a position of utmost need, and maybe the best player available on your board but but you go after a like Jalen Rieger like what the hell like I heard he's fast okay like I heard he's really really fast sure and this is not as egregious of a pick as the Raiders picking Henry Ruggs because (laughs) 40 yard dash right because we know how that selection process works (laughs) right uh, but I can't, <laughs> yeah, I, can't ex- um, I can't explain it either. Uh, like Jalen Rieger, like he's a, like I'm sure he's going to be good. And as I'm saying this, I'm sure the guy's probably going to become a giant killer. Knowing my luck, knowing this team's <laughs> luck, the guy's going to do absolutely nothing against any other team. I swear it's exactly like Riley Cooper, exactly like Deshaun Jackson. They're, they're going to do jack shit against the rest of the league. But as soon as they play against the Giants, they're going to put up two touchdowns a game, and they're going to give me PTSD. Right. So <laughs> they're going to they're going to give me nightmares. I'm going to have nightmares about me watching that game again. And but I know that's going to happen. I know Jalen Rieger is going to become a giant killer because that's how the world works. Like I'm sure it's in an ancient scripture somewhere. Uh, yeah, it's not quite set in stone, but uh, yeah, there's uh, there's some wizardry going on. Oh, no, and, uh, wasn't that on one of them? One of the isn't that one of the Ten Commandments? Thy uh, eagles, thy eagle shall always slay giants. Yes, something like that. Wow, I just made that up. That actually made sense. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so what happens? Justin Jefferson gets picked by Minnesota in the next round. So they're, they're, <laughs> yeah, the next crap. pick. The I, next their pick, eyes must have. Justin Jefferson gets picked. Their eyes must have went wide, and they uh, or they lit up. They're like, they're like, Ooh. yeah. <laughs> it's like a pog face. Yeah, you know that. You know the pogger face that that like that's on Twitch chat. Uh, I don't. I'll, like I'll have Twitch to look. That, I'll have to look that one up. 
<laughs> um, pretty much, it's it's like. Uh, I I do have my own emote on Twitch now, so if you're. Uh... <laughs> oh, you have an emote on Twitch. Yeah, I have to find awesome. out what uh what the what the uh what what um, the letter combination is, but. Um, Pog, Pog champ. Um, I'll, I'll pretty send... much. Uh, I'm gonna share my screen real quick. Okay. Uh, pretty much. Uh, I guarantee. Uh, Vikings fans and Vikings uh, front <laughs> office were making that face when <laughs> <laughs> they saw the Eagles picture Jalen Rieger. <laughs> just poggers. That that is just poggers, man. I yeah, love it. I love it. That was the face that <laughs> that the Viking front office made. Yes, for sure. Mike Zimmer. For sure. Mike Zimmer and the rest of the Vikings front office just going poggers for that one. <laughs> I, uh, did you talk to our friend last week about what he thought about uh, Tua Tagovailoa going uh, um, oh, to the Dolphins? You saw last week. He wanted to. Uh, he he was very excited. He's very excited. Mantic. He's very happy with uh, the Dolphins picking Tua. Right. Is uh is he going to be durable? Is he going to hold up? There are, I mean, uh, I believe he's going to be a really good quarterback in this league. Right. There, there are durability concerns. A lot of them, from what I hear. I mean, yeah, sure, durability can. He's, he's the been concerns beat, are a thing. He's but, been beaten up a little bit. But again, it's like just, just you put a good offensive line in front of him. Right. He's not going to get hurt that much. Simple. You would think, right? <laughs> but you know, with Andrew Luck. Like, Andrew Luck wasn't injury-prone, okay? Andrew Luck, like, if, like being injury-prone means doing something. Like, Aaron Judge, he's injury-prone. Yes. He can make a bad swing, and he'll end up, like, completely snapping his oblique. Right. He can be trying to catch a ball and collapse his lung. Like, <laughs> Giancarlo, Miguel Andor had to get Tommy John surgery. Okay, pretty much the entire Yankee roster, okay? Yes. Like, that's injury-prone. That's when... One little movement, like that's when that hurts you. Andrew Luck was getting smothered by guys like two times his size because his offensive line was completely neglected. And you know the year that they finally addressed the offensive line? He didn't get hurt, and he played like a friggin' beast. He did. Good point. You would think that would be a simple formula that uh, all general managers would Yeah, simple formula. Hey, believe me, I've been (laughs) – like, do you know why I'm so happy about this draft? Uh, Yes. Even though it was like four years too late? Yes, because you finally get some protection up there. They finally went deep on the offensive line. Yeah. I'm finally happy with that. Anyways, um, uh, I'm like Jalen Rieger, you can at least make excuses for him. Like that is – like they had their reasons picking Jalen Rieger that I can see. Their other pick, on the other hand. <laughs> Listen. Uh, Jalen Hurts. I have, over the summer, over the offseason last year, I made untold hundreds of excuses on this show alone. Yes. For the Giants picking Daniel Jones. Right. And this was, like, before hindsight. This was before he ended up completely balling out. This pick, Jalen Hurts, by the Eagles, is the most inexcusable pick I've ever seen. 
And I've thought about it. I've thought hard about it. And what did you conclude? I concluded there's no excuse. But you have Carson Wentz. You have an elite young quarterback. Yes. Not, not just good, elite. Right. I'm talking about one of the guys who is going to take this league by storm. A guy who carried a paper mache offense. Not help, carried a paper mache offense. I shit you not Absolutely. to the playoffs. And and that and that they ended up well the NAs, I'm gonna get to that point later. But like but you already have a quarterback who's young, who has a really high ceiling, who hasn't even reached his full potential yet, has only received a major injury once. Who's only actually he's gotten hurt twice, but like who only had like an insane injury once in his career when he tore his ACL in twenty seventeen. Yeah. One injury, one major injury that I'm actually concerned about when it comes to Carson Wentz. And meanwhile, you can make the point that he's injury prone. Sure, the numbers don't lie. He's he has gotten hurt. Like you could say that torn ACL, that could like that's not something that you just automatically bounce back from. You know yeah, that's, that's gonna linger. That's not a light injury, right. And that point would be valid if they didn't extend him over I think it was maybe was it this offseason or last offseason I don't know when it was but they extended Carson Wentz for 30 million dollars a year and then they go and pick Jalen Hurts the quarterback and and the deep and here's another excuse I've heard oh they just want to run a they don't. They, they saw what the Saints did with Taysom Mill and they want to replicate that think what Taysom Mill is that the guy was a really late round pick yeah, I think not, the guy was taken in somewhere like the seventh, sixth, seventh round. Yeah, yeah not, the, not the second round. But yeah, with Jalen Hurts, you don't pick a gimmick in the second round. And even if you think the gimmick's going to work really well, how how much do these gimmicks end up working? Like, how long does it take for? Like, remember with the Wildcat offense? Remember that when the Dolphins won the division, when they completely. Like bamboozled Bill Belichick right. with the Wildcat yes. offense. Yes. But it, how long did it take defenses to figure that out? <laughs> Not long. But it took. But and you and you think that these Taysom Hill gimmicks, these Wildcat. First of all, if you're thinking about running a Wildcat offense or a two quarterback package in 2020, then you're just beyond saving. Right. Right. That won't even work in a um, video game. So. <laughs> It's it's a very weird move. But okay, not it's okay, it's not weird. And well, no shit, it's weird, but it's stupid. It is beyond stupid. Not only is it stupid, but it's disrespectful to Carson Wentz. Right. I mean It's just like, oh, I get hurt both of these times and then the one year I don't get hurt, I carry my team to playoffs, and this is the thanks you get me. You don't draft me in the wide receiver, you don't draft me help. You draft you draft the guy that you're thinking you're going to replace me with or um, put in a gimmick. <laughs> and if they're thinking about starting him over Wentz, then no words. I, I have no words I, for I, how I, stupid I, you are if you think Jalen Hurts is going to be your starting quarterback. And I like Jalen Hurts. I like him. But I gave him a lot more hype than – a lot of other analysts and a lot of other fans, but I like Jalen Hurts. Sure, he played in the Big Twelve, where defenses defense doesn't exist. But at least, 
but he's a good quarterback. But and he's he gets thrown into a shitty situation because great, I'm not going to start because I have Carson Wentz ahead of me, and I'm and it, you're and you're automatically playing out of position. You're going to be playing as either a running back or a wide receiver. And even then, even if Jalen Hurts does throw the ball, if you're running a two quarterback set, how the hell are you going to throw that ball to Carson Wentz? <laughs> Newsflash that Newsflash Nick Foles is already gone. He left like two years ago. Right. Okay. You don't have a pass catching quarterback anymore. Okay. This doesn't work. Okay. I, but I've, I've, again, I have made hundreds among hundreds of excuses for Daniel Jones on the show. And this was like before hindsight. But I cannot find a single valid excuse for this pick. And if you're saying he's overrated, just Google his stats. Um, I have a quote here from uh, Eagles Jim Howie Roseman. who says, uh, uh, for better or for worse, we're a quarterback developers. We want to be a quarterback factory, which <laughs> makes no sense. <laughs> it, it makes no sense. Oh, my God, dude. This is... I love how Eagles fans are parading this guy around as a genius, and then the moment fact, they took factory? Jalen Hurts, he what, was what, automatically what? branded as an idiot by the Eagles fan base. Which don't get me wrong, he is right. Like, dude, oh god! And if you're saying, "Oh, Howie Roseman, no, oh, he's a good drafted," this is the same guy that drafted JJ Astrega Whiteside ahead of DK Metcalf last year, right? Well, I. Hope the Eagles fall flat on their face, but I hope that every year. So I'm, uh, I'm, yeah, <laughs> I'm not uh, a fan of any sports team coming out of Philadelphia. Uh, so on the road to agony, <laughs> I'm still trying to figure out a full lyric for that. <laughs> um, any other picks stand out to you? Do you see any dark horses out here? Um, or, oh God, um... I'd like to talk about another disrespectful pick. Okay. Um, in the first round, the Green Bay Packers ended up trading up. For yes. Jordan Love, which yes. Jordan Love again another quarterback prospect. He's great. I've 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 seen him being compared to Patrick Mahomes. I shit you not. He's got Mahomes comparisons. He's got okay. or like he just has so much talent that mechanics don't even matter. Um, with the Jordan Love, sure he's a good quarterback. Um, yeah, QB, and sure State. the Packers did the same exact thing with Aaron with Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, but. The difference is in 2005, Brett Favre actually had a great football team around him. Brett Favre wasn't surrounded by bums and scrubs. No. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers has had to single-handedly carry the Packers every year. I saw a staggering stab where Aaron Rodgers only has only thrown like maybe single-digit touchdown passes to first-round picks. Single digit. And <clears throat> this is just. But you have a quarterback who's given everything to in his power. He's carried your team to literally well, well, the, the championship. That, that was actually a really good team. That 2010 Packers team. That was a football team. That was not just Aaron Rodgers. Everywhere from that, like every team past 2011, where they went 15 and one, then we curve stop them, was Aaron Rodgers and like the circus. That those teams were not good. 
Let's not kid ourselves. Those were not good football teams. They were just they were they, they were Aaron Rodgers. And when you have a guy like that who is getting a little on the older side, can't carry the team on his own that much anymore. When you have a guy who's given everything and you just decide to completely neglect him. Meanwhile, Aaron Rodgers hasn't even been declining. Like he has not no, fallen not off all. a cliff by any means not necessary. I guarantee there's there's still like ninety percent of the teams in the league would rather have Aaron Rodgers as their starting quarterback I'd... over whoever the hell they have right, right. now. But like, you you see that and you decide no, I'm not going to draft him any help. I'm not going to draft a receiver. I'm not going to draft a tight end. I'm not going to draft an offensive lineman. I'm not going to draft anything on defense. I'm not going to draft anything to help him. I'm going to take a quarterback who's a project guy who is, who's not even going to start for around four years. It's like, honestly, man, like that is just, I have never said this about draft pick ever before, but that is just rude. Like with Jalen Hurts, that was stupid. The Packers, it was rude. Like that is actually Just like if I'm Aaron Rodgers right now, yes. I come, I go to that front office, I ask for a trade immediately. Right. It's just because like it's obvious they don't care about him. They completely neglect his needs. They have neglected him for years, literal years. And I've been saying this since I was like 11. They need to get Aaron Rodgers more help every single year. Another year goes by, no help, no help, no help, no help, no help, no help. Absolutely nothing is given to help him. And then when in the year where they just went 13-3, they went to the NFC Championship game. There was actually something going there. Instead of trying to build on that success, they end up taking a quarterback. They end up taking a guy who's not going to even – be considered as an option to play for another three years. It's like, what, what the hell are you even doing, man? What, what are you thinking? It's like, I, like, I am like, I, I, like when I saw that pick, I became angry. I was actually angry at what the Packers did because that was actually rude. Like right. that's actually and, a shitty thing to do to someone as a human being. And, and if you were angry, imagine how he felt. Watching, like, dude, watching I, that last I'm Thursday. That, and literally, I am a like if I had to pick a team that I cheer for secondary wise, I cheer for the NFC North. I love the NFC North. I love the Packers. Like I love Aaron Rodgers. But dude, just like that is actually rude. I can't imagine how he feels right now. I'm getting pissed off even thinking about it. I'm just like, what the hell are you doing then? Like this is not something you do as a human being. You see someone, like like when someone, like say you're, say like you're working. Say you're the best person at your job, and you expect a pay raise, right? You expect help. You expect someone to help take the load off your back because you've done a really good job. You've done so much for your boss. Yes. But then imagine that guy just instead of hiring more help around you, him just. Hiring a guy who's at your same exact position who's expected to replace you. Imagine that. Not just that's in like non-football scenario. I'm talking about in a scenario that a normal human being sure, would understand. It's just an office building, but yes, this is like <laughs> what the hell? What are you doing? It's like that is like that isn't stupid. That's mean. Like that is something that. But I'm I'm repeating myself, man. Sure. Just 
Like, you get my point. Just That's just a shitty thing to do. Like, whoever the hell the Green Bay Packers GM is, he's an asshole. Like, yeah. that is... That is something like I've never seen a like a football trade just be the only other move that I've seen that's actually that was actually rude was the Giants benching Eli Manning in 2017, or the and like any of the other than the royally stupid quarterback benchings of these last few years. Um, that that's the absolute. Actually, that might even be more rude than the Giants benching Eli Manning. Because at least with the Giants benching Eli Manning, they at least was like, oh, he was old. Like with the Packers, it was like, Rodgers isn't regressing. He's still putting up elite numbers. He's still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Absolutely. He takes care of the football. But why the hell do you do something like that to another human being? Like this passes football. Like this is more than football at this point. This is someone who did their job, did it better than a lot of other people who did it better than anyone in that organization has ever done or not ever done. I'm sorry. Like Brett Favre is better than Aaron Rodgers, but like ever anyone in their career. And then you just say, you know what? I'm not going to get you any help. I'm just going to take a guy that's going to end up replacing you in a really long time. Yeah. It's like, really? So what is your problem? It's like, that's, it's mean. Like that is actually like that is schoolyard bully. That is shallow. That yeah. is just shallow and rude. I, uh, there's a so apparently uh, that there's a quote here. Uh, him and Brett Favre talked talked very recently. Brett Favre says, "I'm not going to talk about all that we talked about. Uh, let's just say uh, he was surprised that they went in that that direction. Of course, but." Of course, dude. If I was Aaron Rodgers, I'd be like, are you kidding me? Absolutely. Uh, very, very weird. Very weird. As Cameron goes in for another bite of pizza. Yeah. I'm giving you the play-by-play here. Yeah, it's like... Very weird. Well, maybe the Eagles just love dudes named Jalen. And and the Packers... Uh, yeah, there's, there's about to be some drama going. I mean, there already is, but... Um, however, that's assuming that all of this gets played out this year at all, which um, I'm trying to f- find out what their what their current plans are to continue going this year. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully, it keeps. Ho- hopefully, uh, everything is on track. But uh, it's they're they're talking about reopening things and like. Late May, I'm seeing other. I saw that like some states, uh, but some states earlier before others. But like I've seen stuff about reopening. So from what I'm reading, they're trying to start the regular season on October 15th. Um, they're eliminate bye weeks and the Pro Bowl week, which I don't think anyone's going to miss. So <laughs> nobody, nobody gives nobody, a shit about yeah. the Pro Bowl. Yeah. And to play the Super Bowl uh, a little later on February 28th. Um. And if they can pull that off, then yeah, I don't. I mean, and that's a contingency plan if stuff doesn't get up and running by, but by uh, September, which, which again, with states thinking about reopening and sure, and new like new treatments are being like cycled around, right? Which you know all sounds good and well, but uh, I think the moment somebody in that locker room gets sick or multiple people uh, in those uh, locker rooms oh, get yeah. sick, it's all over. 
Yeah, that's how it started with uh, the NBA. Yeah, for sure. That's how it started with this whole country. Rudy Gobert getting, getting it. Yeah, well, he taunted the virus. That's all. I'm just telling people, like, don't taunt the virus. And you're, 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 like, don't taunt Corona, Rudy, Chan. You're like, ro, ro, you Rudy don't Gobert. taunt her. Yeah. Um, however, you know, even if they get it started a little late, and it, no one's going to care about eliminating by weeks. All right, sure, but that's a sacrifice you can give up. The Pro Bowl, like. No, big deal. Nobody. I don't. I don't. I don't yeah, know. Nobody cares about the Pro Bowl. I don't know one person who watched the Pro Bowl a week and and uh, you know playing the Super Bowl. You know maybe three or four weeks later, three weeks later, really not yeah. a big deal. Um, at least you know they'll get all their games in. Um, they'll be playing at their home stadiums. Uh, they won't have to upend anything. Uh, yeah. I, I, if if they can stick to this schedule, I think it. Yeah. This is. It's it's barely even a compromise, really. Oh yeah. It's again October. Things should be, uh, like they should be uh, settled down by then. Sure. Let's hope so. Yeah, I, I really do. Um, now, if you don't mind, I um, I uh, on the other hand, uh, baseball. I'm trying to get but back. They're and thinking going. about. I don't know what the hell I, they're thinking about doing. What do you think about? I, I know they're they're realigning divisions for this year. Yeah. So you know, ten teams, per, three divisions, ten teams each, um, and uh, all kind of grouped together geographically, so there's less travel. And um, I it could get interesting. So in the I guess the MLB East. We have the Yankees, the Mets, the Red Sox, the Nationals, the Orioles, Phillies, Pirates, Blue Jays, Rays, and Marlins. So basically, everybody on the on the right hand of the country would be in one division. That's not a tough division. I, Yankees should be able to win that. I yeah. I who who's there to challenge the Yankees? To be honest with you, who the, the Nationals? Nationals. That'd be interesting. But uh, but everybody Mang, else, dude, able to play in the same division as the. Pirates, dude, that's awesome. Right? Uh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. I, I, I give me an excuse that down the PNC Park. Right, and and the or Marlins. Like I see, I see the Yankees beating up on pretty much all these teams. So <laughs> that's uh, you know what? That Except would be, the Rays. The Rays always give us a good fight. Sure. Um, and, and the Blue Jays for some reason. Right, and then in the West you have the Dodgers, the Angels, the Giants, the A's, the Padres, the D-backs. The Rockies, Rangers, Astros, and the Mariners. That division's busted. <laughs> that division is just... That's a hell of a lot better of a division than... Uh, than the East? Yeah, dude, yeah, a lot better Yeah, teams. You, uh, you got some good teams in there for sure. Um, and then the Central would be uh, Cubs, White Sox, Brewers, Cards, Royals, Reds, Indians, Twins, Braves, and Tigers, which... That division's kind of eh. I mean, yeah, it's basically the it's yeah it's it's the AL Central basically, but with a couple of national teams thrown in. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, 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 it could be interesting. So I I'm not really sure how like playoffs would work. Um, and they're hoping to start this in late June with a, I think a three week spring training, um, just to get everybody acclimated. Yeah. Um, and they're hoping to play at least a hundred games, which I, yeah. you know, I would take that. I, I think if they, if they got, if they got 81 games in, um, they gotta get at least 81. I think they, I think they gotta get at least half a season for yeah. it to be any, to, to, to have any validity. Um, 
But yeah, I I mean I like this plan way better than just keeping all the teams in the, in Arizona and Florida. They're gonna just do yeah. spring training. What and, the hell is that? Um, and then whether well, you play at the the spring training ballparks, like come on, that's like, really yeah. That I I come on then. I didn't think that was gonna work. This, I guess it could work again though. You know the moment, you know it, it, the moment, like if Mike Trout gets sick. Yeah, it's over. It's uh Oh god. You 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 know, if uh, if Garrett Cole gets sick, if uh you know, if any anyone Garrett any high Cole profile picture or pro- player gets sick, um yeah, then what? Then you know, do you suspend everything? Do you st- yeah, that's it's tough, man. But with that being said, I miss baseball. Like <laughs> not gonna lie. I uh um yeah, if you go into any sports page they still li- list uh they list the teams that would have been playing today. And I miss it. I think the Yankees yeah, would have been playing yeah, the, the, the Tigers like, today. Really? And um, and it stinks. Uh, I read that Aaron Boone's been holding like team Zoom meetings with the Yankees. Says everybody looks like they're they're doing all right. Um, yeah. Seen several unique uh, home setups that the players have been setting up: batting cages outside, things like that. Yeah, Joe Kelly broke his window. I heard that. Yeah, of course, of course. You know, <laughs> yeah, I've seen setups inside. Um, uh, so it's good. It looks like everyone's trying to stay sharp and, and not sitting around. Um, but I, I imagine it's tough to train for a season that you don't even know if it's going to come back or when it's going to come back, though. Um, so it could get interesting. And if they do play this season, uh, I hope, you know, no one gets injured badly just from lack of yeah. conditioning and all that. Um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, if this is how they got to do it, three, three, div- three main divisions, I mean, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. Yeah. And, uh, it would, and yeah, it'd be interesting watching Yankees beat up on the Mets. Uh, I don't know if they're gonna play 19, 19 games against each team, but um, <laughs> nineteen games against the Pirates. Against the Pirates. <laughs> yeah, you call PNC. Hey, give me an excuse to go on the PNC Park, which is a beautiful park. I don't know if you've ever been there. It's oh, a, oh, I've never been to. It's that amazing. Park, it's pretty amazing. I've been there a couple times. I'm a, I'm a big fan. AKA Yankee Stadium West. It could, it could be just a mere seven-hour drive from the Bronx. A seven-hour drive. Yeah, I um, I just saw this story. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, Roger Goodell is giving up his salary for 2020. Wow, uh, pretty noble move. Uh, although when That's you con- considering that with incentives that he was slated to make 40 million this year, <laughs> um, I mean that's a pretty big move. That's a lot of money though. So I mean, presumably oh, he's yeah. given that up so um, so other people can stay hired. Um, and uh, yeah, I thought I thought he did a good job with the draft. I I I like how it went. I like getting a peek into everybody's homes. I thought it was. Um, I thought it went well too. Everyone was kind of afraid. Like, was awesome. Yeah, I don't. Um, I mean, I I think he he made a couple. I mean, there were a couple of glitches, but nothing earth shattering. And uh, I was waiting for um, you know, like. Uh, like the Bengals internet to go out and uh, we were, we were yeah. worrying about like the auto pick scenario. Like if the time ran out <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I don't think anything, anything that drastic happened, but um, yeah, I thought it, I thought it went off pretty well. Um, 
And uh, yeah, I like how uh, I guess they sent proper lighting to everybody's houses, so everyone was very well lit. Everybody had a Microsoft Surface, so I think uh, I think Microsoft sent services to everybody. No, oh, yeah. It was um, yeah, it was it was it was pretty. How much money did they have to pony up to the NFL to give everyone second-rate iPads? Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, it's all advertising. Came out of the marketing budget. Came out of the marketing budget. Um, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm glad that went well, and uh, yeah, I'm staying tuned the baseball season. And um, I haven't heard anything about hockey. Like, have they just given up at this point? Yeah, I think they've just like that's that. Well, I mean, again, I don't care much about hockey. The double suck. Yeah. Um, all right, so I guess we just look forward to next year then. That's all we can do is doubles, man. Huh? Right. Um, all about next year, just like last year and the year before that. Not the year before that because they made the playoffs, but the year before right. that, the year before that, the year before that, blah, 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 blah. Right. All right, and yet again, we all feel bad for the Maple Leafs. Yet again, they don't make it to the Cup. So. <laughs> Not their fault this time, though. Not their fault. Not their fault. So, uh, you got anything else? Um, I'd like to bring up something that's been going on lately in just like the gaming community. Okay, yeah, I, I was gonna ask you about that, the MCHL or uh, whatever, uh, anything else you're involved in. Yeah, MCHL, go for it. Um, I mean, MCHL is doing great, but um, something uh, crazy that's been going on is apparently. The entire plot of The Last of Us 2 was leaked. Oh, really? Because of, like, the director of, like, the, the series was yeah. apparently a jerk to a bunch of his, of his employees. So, um, the plot got leaked. Okay. And it sucks. <laughs> okay. So it just gets worse but, then. Like, uh, pretty much, you, but I don't, but I'm gonna, I need to look at him. I, I need to, like, it's on Discord. That's where I've gotten all of my, uh, um, I need to, and cutscenes have been leaked too. Whole cutscenes. So there's clearly a disgruntled employee. Who leaked all this because you don't get access oh, yeah. to this stuff uh, well, if you're not absolutely. from the inside. I'm not, I need to see the uh, entire. Very interesting. Uh, okay, so. Okay. Uh, yeah, they leaked the entire plot. Um, pretty much. Uh, yep. Like something happens, it turns into a. Like apparently the main villain instead of the uh um like instead of the like instead of the zombies or whatever. Like I've never played it, but I know there's like zombies in this whole like like plague that essentially wiped out a bunch of humanity. But uh pretty much uh Joel, the I assume the uh the uh, male protagonist from the first game is uh, beaten to death okay. by a chick named Abby. And this is somebody that, uh, 
like literally was just introduced and i'm not gonna get into like why this controversy is stirring up like such a such a shit storm for um uh, everyone so pretty much you halfway through the game you like you switch characters and then you then you play as the and then you play as abby okay um and then uh pretty much uh, the big big summary is um like apparently um later uh does abby beats uh like with a golf club beats the hell out of ellie who was the who was the girl from the first game beats the hell out of her with a golf club and then the leak says the story ends with abby and uh, this guy named lev as the protagonist and ellie as the villain so pretty much um long story short um i don't like getting like controversial with this kind of topic right, but but apparently what they're trying to do is trying to wokeify the hell out of it it sounds like it yes like like just like do your research like search up abby the last of us 2 i guarantee you'll search it up i yep. don't want to bring it up on the show yeah yeah check but it out there's I... a reason why it's really controversial like if you take a look at her for one second you'll find out why this is stirring up such controversy controversy like and i've gotten all this information from usd so shout out to those guys yeah for sure um anyway like although uh pretty much i'm seeing you remember gamergate from a few years ago i do yes um this game has the potential to be the grounds for gamergate too if if reviewers give it a really good score if, if reviewers uh like hail the game as this masterpiece, then absolutely this could be grounds for Gamergate too. Right. Absolutely. Craziness. Anyways, so yeah, um, check out um. Yeah, uh, yeah. Just just Google Last of Us Two, Abby. Uh, oh yeah, like you, you like it takes one look and you'll see. Oh. Oh, I see what they're doing. And it's just... Like, I'm just... This is... Yeah, a lot of... Yeah. Check... <laughs> check you'll, you'll see what he's talking about. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> it's, it's so obvious. Right. My <laughs> so... God. Anyways, I just wanted to bring that up because yeah, yeah, that's yeah. just a this is a thing that's cool to talk about. Um, yeah, totally. Other than that, I don't have a lot of gaming news. In Destiny Two, the pyramid ships keep getting closer, and all Bungie cares about is starting a race war between all three classes. Yeah, you know. So, yeah. Uh, anyways, uh, yeah, the space Doritos are coming, so just uh, stay tuned for that. Okay. Uh, that's something that's going to be great. I saw a leak of what the fall expansion is going to be for D2, and that looks pretty valid. Amazing. And, and I'm um, really excited. And uh, yeah. Bungie, like, even though Bungie, they will fumble the hell out of uh, like the seasons, but for some reason, the fall expansions are always masterpieces. Is that, that magic and I literally just found this out, but Paul McCartney yes. made a single like specifically for Destiny. Really? You can 
find it on Spotify, and literally the cover of the single album is the Traveler hovering over Earth. Right. I can't imagine he's a fan, though, but he could be. You never know. Oh, no. Bungie probably paid him a shitload. Okay. Of money. <laughs> you know he doesn't okay. voluntarily. Okay. That'd be awesome if he, was, if he was a fan, though. Although he did work on the soundtrack, though, which is uh, yeah. an explanation as to why... Uh, Right, why there's a single. My Destiny score is just <laughs> probably the best I've ever heard. Right, that's awesome. All right, right on, man. So, uh, yeah, uh, if you're listening to this, uh, don't forget, go to YouTube, subscribe to the Cameron Willie Show. Absolutely, be sure to follow me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you'll get extra tidbits such as the live reaction of Cameron Willie to the fourth round of the 2020 <laughs> NFL Draft, which is uh, well worth watching to see uh, yeah. a man uh, suffering and then not suffering anymore. And then uh, <laughs> from the lowest of the lows to the highest of the highs. Uh, rarely do you see that kind of emotion captured uh, in a YouTube clip. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I'm glad you're happy. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad. Uh, yeah. Thank God. Uh, for now, at this very Me moment. being happy doesn't make good content. <sighs> but... That's not true. It's that's, good for me. That's not true. But, you know, today, April 29th, uh, things are good. Um in the Meadowlands. In Cameron Land. In Cameron Land for now. Now, you know, six, seven months from now, we'll see. But, or less, <laughs> yeah. Six, seven months from now, we'll see. But, you know. I'm going to be, uh, you know, <laughs> the. I'm still that knee jerk asshole. Yeah. Well, we'll hear all about it here. So stay tuned, everybody. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, from Ming Chen and whatever the hell has become the Shared Universe Podcast Studio, I'm Cameron Wally. Stay classy, New Jersey. Ha, ha, ha.